0: Welcome everyone, I am Bob Wurzelbacher, the Director of the Respect Life Office for the Archdiocese of Cincinnati, and this is our video podcast series that we call Being Pro Life. Each month, we'll discuss a different topic in the Respect Life arena, we'll hear a personal story from someone deeply affected by that issue, and finally, we'll share ways that you can get involved. This month's topic is student life groups, and this week, we're going to Lehman High School. As always, we have a special guest, will you please introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm Max Schmusing, and I'm the president of Lehman Catholic High School's Pro-Life Guards.
2: And I'm Carrie Ann Rindler. I'm an active member of that group as well.
0: All right, so Max and Carrie Ann, tell us about your life group. What kinds of activities do the Layman Pro-Life Guards do?
2: Our club does a lot of awareness and fundraising for the pro-life movement. So we will go to a local abortion clinic and hold a small protest there every year. We do a lot of awareness, like little activities and events around the school, like a day of silence in honor of the lives lost to abortion. Usually not this year, but we do fundraising and planning to take students to the March for Life in D.C.
1: I think that pretty much covers most of the activities. Occasionally, we'll host certain pro-life speakers very occasionally. Sometimes we'll just raise awareness, like with flyers and posters. But those are all the main things.
0: All right, so Carrie Ann and Max, so you said you do fundraising. What kind of activities do you do to raise money?
2: We'll sell little Catholic trinkets like keychains, or we'll do like change collections. We'll sell t-shirts with pro-life messages on them. Just anything really to raise money.
0: Do you do this at various parishes at your school? Who buys these items that you're selling?
1: It pretty much is anyone in the community. So sometimes we'll do fundraisers at our local parish or Local three parishes, actually. People from our schools go to different parishes in the area. Probably the main customers, you might say, would be the students at our high school and the teachers and the parents of the students at our high school. But yeah, it does reach out into the community as well.
0: Is there a regular basis of which Layman High School comes and prays outside of that center in Kettering? It kind of ranges
1: from year to year, but regularly we do it twice a year. So once in the fall semester and then once in the
0: spring semester. Perhaps not this year, or did you do something this past fall?
2: We were not able to go this fall just for safety reasons, but we do plan on going in the spring.
0: You raise money for a local pregnancy care center. What's the name of that center?
2: It's called the Elizabeth New Life Center, and it's right in our own town in Sydney.
0: So how long have the Lehman Pro-Life Guards been organized there at Lehman High School?
1: I actually just found this out this morning before the podcast, but we've been around since 2005. So that's when the club was founded, and we've been around since then.
0: So how many students are in your group or active in your group? Currently, there
1: are about 30% of our school is involved in the club. So that's around 60 or 60 to 70 students, right around that. Ranges a little bit from year to year. Usually, it's a fairly good number, though, every year. It's one of the most active clubs at our high school.
0: That's terrific. So you said every now and then or sometimes you bring in a speaker. Do you have a memory of bringing in a a good speaker and who was it and how well was that received?
1: The last time they had a speaker, I think, was before I was in high school. But sometimes they'll like set up flyers and stuff for events outside of our high school that they encourage students to go to. I believe there was one in Versailles a year or two ago. I wasn't able to attend, but it was a monk. But he was discussing, like, science and stuff behind it. And then they encourage us to, when we go on the march, to search out for some of those speakers as well.
0: well. So do you meet on a regular basis at school, on a weekly, monthly? Maybe this year is different than most years. And if so, what do you do with those meetings?
2: Typically, we meet once a month. And a lot of our meetings consist of planning to go on the march. But if we are doing fundraisers, which we do regularly and often, we'll discuss those, like. We'll brainstorm ideas as a group or how we can best reach our community, little things like that.
1: And we also use those meetings to plan the abortion clinic protests and the cross display we do every year.
0: So you do that at your at Lehman High School, you have a cross display?
2: We are actually located right off the interstate. So we get a lot of traffic, which is great. And we have a couple hundred crosses set out on our front lawn. And It's just a beautiful site, and we get a good group of students to come out and set it up as well.
0: For those who don't know, the White Cross display, it's it's a display that people often put out, usually in October or January, although you can do it, of course, any time of year, and maybe one cross will stand for a certain number of children who have been aborted, either since 1973 or that year, however it is that you want to do the display. But our office encourages people, if you do that display, then in addition to that, We have a large banner. It's Project Rachel. That is our post-abortion ministry that reaches out to welcome women who have had an abortion back to the church. So it's a great addition so that while we all need to be reminded of the evil of abortion, and we want to end that in society, we also want to make sure that women who have had abortions know that they are welcome to come back to the church. So that's what that banner would do. So if you ever wanted to put those crosses up again, you can borrow that banner for free. We have like six of them. Are you going to do that in January or do you do that in October?
1: It ranges from year to year. I think we'll probably do this early next semester. So We probably won't do it January. We'll wait till the snow's melted and everything. But as soon as the snow's melted and the ground's soft again, we'll probably set those up.
0: So you were talking about the March for Life. So have both of you previously gone on the March for Life in Washington, D.C.?
2: I unfortunately have never been able to, but Max has gone a couple times.
1: So this year, she was planning on going. We're not sure how it's going to work out this year, but I've been able to go twice now, and I've loved it both times. I liked it more the second time, but both have been great experiences, really shocking experiences, actually.
0: For people who haven't been on this march, right, tell us, what is it like? Take us through that day.
1: Starts out, actually, the night before, late the night before. We get on the charter bus, and that alone is a really cool thing, being able to go with your classmates, people who, your peers, people who you're close to, and then you arrive in D.C. You probably haven't gotten any sleep on the bus, but if you're lucky, you may have, and you get off the bus with your group and make sure everyone's there it's pretty packed in dc at that time obviously and so you always have to stay close to your classmates once the march starts you just go with your group sometimes you'll split off in smaller groups and you actually can talk to people you've never met there before you're all there for the same cause and there's thousands and thousands of people there so every time i go i'll take a couple of my friends we will go on the street And we'll just find somebody with the sign and we'll start talking to them. It's really a cool experience.
0: Do you guys attend the rally at the mall beforehand that the March for Life Action Committee puts together?
1: That's actually usually up to like your small group. So, But our school is encouraged to. So my freshman year, I don't think I actually did. This last year, I did attend. And that was when Donald Trump actually spoke, which was... Pretty cool. I'd obviously never seen him before. You're almost our whole group was there for the rally beforehand. Now, that's also really cool. That's when you really get to see how many people are there because you're packed tightly together on the mall, and it's just really crazy. It's pretty cool.
0: And what about the youth rally? The youth rally mass that happens at the arena that morning. Have you attended that?
1: We have attended that both years that I've gone. We go to the youth rally mass, and that's also really cool. You just get a. We're usually pretty high up, and you just look around at all the other schools. They always have great music. That's also a really cool experience.
0: For somebody who hasn't been, or maybe on a a lot of people who maybe would normally go are not going to go this year. It's still happening. If anybody's wondering, it's just a matter of the safety of being able to travel there. Most people take buses and you won't be able to pack a bus, but why is it important to go? Why would you encourage someone to go? on the march for life in dc perhaps i guess in 2022
2: i think it's really important to go on things like the march just to show to the world and society that this is such a pressing issue and so many people care about it it's important to just get as many people out there as we can to raise awareness and especially young people it's important to show that our demographic cares just as much as the generations before us
0: I've never actually tried to do a survey, but there sure seems to be a high percentage of young high school, young college age people there in that group and that demographic. That says a lot about the future of the pro-life movement. If the whole crowd was people my age and over, you would you might wonder about the future of this movement. But the future of the movement looks really good (laughs) because they're all young. You're right. It's packed. It's thousands, tens of thousands. There seems to be some disagreement whether it's hundreds of thousands or not, but it sure looks like that. It is wall to wall. As far as the eye can see, right, people are walking down that March for Life, of most years, most years at least anyway. We're recording this in November. So at this point in time, Lehman High School isn't sure how they're going to handle what they're going to do
1: So right now, we're leaning towards not going just because recently, a lot of trips like the, the feeder schools go on a DC trip, they use charter buses and some other events in the area that use charter buses have scheduled their trips paid and then had to cancel and they don't get refunds. And with how many people at our school go, that's a pretty big financial hit. So we're kind of waiting a little bit to see if we think financially that it'll be possible to get a refund or something because if we all pay for that and then are unable to go, it would be a, a pretty big financial hit for the club. The plan right now is that we won't be able to go, but there's a possibility. It's not set in stone.
0: Right. And of course, there's always things you could do. I know there's going to be an event there at the Kettering Center that you mentioned. If you go to our website, which I always mention during this podcast, you'll find the details about that there. And perhaps you could participate in that if you would like, if you can't go on that trip. There's also lesson plans on our website specifically for this year, because there are so many people not going on the trip this year. And Father Hess knows about it as well, who's your chaplain advisor for the Layman High School Pro-Life Guards. But there are lesson plans available if you wanted to use those at your school or in your life club. And Archbishop Schnurr, also for the audience's awareness as well, our Bishop Schner is leading a pro-life Holy Hour Rosary on Thursday night, which is the 28th of January on that Thursday night at seven o'clock. So if you want, you guys can all get together and tune in or you're welcome to come all the way to Cincinnati and be there live as well. Good for all our listeners to know. It's
1: one thing that I can mention. Shelby County Right to Life office, which is stationed here in Sydney, has a lot of small activities throughout the year, small protests. Sometimes we hold signs around the... square around the courthouse for an hour and we pray silently so we'll probably be doing that sometime either in the winter or this spring and then there's also an event a small march for people who can't go all the way to dc and so the plan right now is to also attend that because we could just use school buses rather than charter buses and i think that would be better for a lot of people so we're planning on attending that smaller
0: march as well there are two surgical abortion centers in the arts diocese. And one of them is in Cincinnati and one of them is in Kettering the one that you're familiar with. And both of those will have some kind of an organized event outside of it in lieu of the March for Life. Later this week are these events that we're all talking about that are going to happen. Is there a personal story you want to share before we go?
1: For me, I've had older siblings that went to the high school and they've all been pretty heavily involved. So for as long as I can remember being in this area, I have sort of helped out with little activities. So I've kind of Loaded into it. It wasn't like an immediate big event. But our freshman and sophomore religion teacher, Mr. Cardonier, he was the one who actually set up the Women's Center in Sydney. And he was always super passionate about the pro life movement. And I think he inspired a lot of us to get more heavily involved because of how much he cared about it.
2: Yeah, I think we're both just really blessed to live in such a community that is so pro life and so supportive of it and giving us opportunities to grow.
0: Well, thank you for talking with us today about your school life group, how students from across the arts diocese can stand up for life with their own schools, maybe even start their own group. So thanks for spending time with us today.
2: Thank you for having us. It's been amazing.
1: Yes, we really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Thank you very much.
0: And I want to thank all of our viewers and listeners for tuning in on this episode of our Being Pro-Life series. Head to the website to view more resources talked about in this episode at www.catholicaoc.org being dash pro dash life. Thank you for joining us today. I look forward to being with you next time.